Welcome to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. Stay tuned for an analysis and conversation about the issues that matter most to you and your family. Here now with this week's edition of News in Focus is Chris Long. And welcome to this edition of News in Focus. This is our first program of the new year, 2023, and we're with you again, and we hope that you'll Make it a habit to tune in to News and Focus. We've got a lot of great guests lined up uh, this month and into next month, and so we're going to be covering a lot of ground. And so we hope that uh, you had a wonderful holiday season and uh, Christmas time with your family, and Happy New Year to everyone. And it's going to be a very vigorous uh, political season starting right away as the battle for the Speaker in the U.S. House of Representatives is underway, and votes are short there for Kevin McCarthy. That will play out uh, all today, and there's a lot of uh, political um, uh, drama also at the Ohio State House. but we're not going to talk about that today. We'll kick that over into next week, and we'll have some analysis of what happened in the fallout. But today we're going to talk about a very important subject, and that's censorship of conservative voices. And today I'd like to title this program Censorship the effort to silence the voices of opposition to the new world order. And that's exactly what we see. Some people think, well, that's kind of an old term going back to 1992 with George H. Bush. But it's the same dogma of the world new order and actually the globalists and what they're trying to do. We look at it as wokeism right now, but it is insidious and that it is throughout our culture right now in social media, the major media, print media, and conservative voices are being silenced. It continues. One thing that has brought this all to light as of late is that Elon Musk has bought Twitter, and it took him $44 billion to buy the big tech Twitter uh, social media platform. But with that came a revelation of files that confirmed all the conspiracies that conservatives have said were being shadow banned, were being deplatformed, our voices are being silenced, and this program we've talked about, the Ohio Christian Alliance has had uh, censorship, shadow, shadow banning. Uh, our ads have been blocked and denied repeatedly. And somebody says, oh, you're just imagining that. Well, we have proof now, folks, that we're not imagining it because we got a gift from Twitter just before Christmas where all of our ads over the last two years were all of a sudden, 11 of them, were accepted. Now, that only happened because Elon Musk has now freed things up at Twitter is no longer censuring or shutting down conservative voices. With me on the uh, phone is a, a strong conservative voice here in Ohio and beyond. That's Tom Zawistowski of the We the People Convention. Uh, we've worked with Tom about the last 11 years on a number of issues, and he and I have both been talking about the problems that we face getting our message out to a broader audience, and it started happening about five years ago. I want to go to a quick clip right now from Dennis Prager, who's also on the Salem Network, and here's what he's saying about PragerU and the videos that they share. Unfortunately, big tech shadow bans or censors makes it just hard for us to promote our videos. For all we know, they may shut us down completely one day. So it is imperative that if you want to see what we produce, like our videos, that you give us your email. It's really a big help for you to do that, and it ensures that you know exactly what we're producing and can get to it directly. 
a lot of us really love the conservative content of PragerU and the videos that they uh, put out on their platform, but many of you have not seen them. And there's a lot of content we've not seen. Why? Because Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook or Twitter or uh, YouTube has blocked them from being seen to uh, the masses. Well, folks, that's why we do need your email as well, so we can send you our messages directly to you. So far, we've been able to do that through the email providers that we use. But that also has been some problems for our guest, Tom Zawistowski, and he's had some issues on all fronts because of the conservative content that he shares uh, with his folks. Tom, welcome to the program. Well, happy New Year to you, Chris, and to all your listeners. And I'm I'm grateful to be able to be on uh, to talk with you about this very important topic today. So, thank you for inviting me. You're welcome, my friend. Now, we think about Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Google. And I was going to start saying, well, let's talk about shadow banning and blo- and being blocked. Well, <laughs> that's old hat for you and me. They've used much more sophisticated things to derail the message that we, the People Convention, has been trying to send. So it's it's one of those things where, where do we begin? So let, let's do that. Let's talk about, this goes back, when did you start recognizing as a conservative organization, we, the people, and the Portage County Tea Party, when did you start recognizing that there was something up with uh, maybe your Facebook or social media with Twitter or YouTube, when you started realizing, hey, our content is being... Uh, shadow banned, we're not getting enough likes, we're not getting views, we're having difficulty uh, getting this launched. When did you first recognize this was happening to you? Well, you know, it, we've been working on, you know, on our We the People Convention and the Portage County Tea Party for about 14 years now. You've been at it a lot longer than that. But the first sign that something was wrong started with email, because we would get people who we see in person who would come to our meetings, and they would say, geez, Toms, aren't you, aren't you sending out any emails anymore? I, I used to get them. I'm not getting them. And I'd go, and I'd look, and I'd say, well, I'm sending it to you. Why are you not getting them? And and that was the first indicator, Chris, that you know something nefarious was going on because – you know, we thought email was like a phone call. Or, you know, like if I send you an email and you asked me to send it to you, you should be able to get it. But your listeners need to understand that that's not the case. Uh, you know, most emails go through Google one way or the other. Uh, they're the big uh, Internet, you know, company that has Gmail, and, and way too many people are using Gmail. But even if you don't have a Gmail account, Chris, if you look at the headers on your emails that you get from wherever you get them, it will show you the path that that email took to get from whoever sent it to you. And I guarantee you that in that train of servers that, you know, that email has traveled, you will almost always find that at some point it went through Google, and that's when we realized we had a problem because it was Google that was censoring us. That's exactly right. And we're not even talking about mass emails that we would send through the email providers contractors that we use when you have uh, several thousand or tens of thousands of emails that you're sending. We're talking about just even sending to a couple of people. I've experienced that where depending upon, and this, this is a new phenomenon, just of the last year and a half, depending upon what's in the subject line, uh, if it's about, you know, uh, like the vaccine or it's about, uh, you know, something else like about the LGBTQ community or uh, religious uh, you know, persecution. These kinds of emails will be derailed. Two people say, I never got that. 
And so I take it, I've done some experiments with this. I've taken it out of the subject line, make sure that uh, even in the body of the email, making sure that it's not visible to the server, and then they received it. So there's no doubt it was about the words within the subject content of what I was sending to just a few individuals, Tom. So this goes down to almost like micro censorship at this point. We, we talk about big platform censorship, but there's also, there's, there's just everyday folks are being censured as well because big tech has the ability to do that. Explain. Well, even, even, you know, it works both ways. So, you know, first of all, your listeners need to understand the Ohio Christian Alliance is a threat to the people who don't want you to know the truth about any of those topics. And so, you know, they have a vested interest in stopping what Chris sends to you. But what Chris is also explaining is that you may send something to Chris using his Ohio Christian Alliance email address, and Google will have that flagged. They will have in their you know databases. They will show that that's blacklisted. That this person you know is not someone that you should send emails to, and they'll send it to spam, or they'll just it'll just never get there. And and Chris will never know that you you sent him an email. And so it's 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 hideous. And who would ever expected that that this you know like is legal? Like who gives them the right to do that? That's the question. Well, that's right, and so. You know, some of these things that are going on, Tom, now we've been able to verify because Elon Musk, and who thought that, again, God uses these very unlikely uh, personages and characters, like whoever thought that Donald Trump would be the person who would do what he did in moving the uh, capital uh, from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem to right. uh, put yeah. that many Supreme Court justices on the bench that would overturn Roe v. Wade and all the great things that the president did uh, with starting to build the wall down on the southern border of course, he didn't get a chance to finish that. We've got major problems. But all the things he was able to do, a very unlikely actor, here comes Elon Musk to buy Twitter. And he also, uh, you know, he may not be, he's not with us on all of our issues, that's for sure. He, you know, philosophically, we may not line up with Elon Musk, but he does believe in freedom of speech, and that's where we can say a hearty amen. And so here he goes, and, and it looked as if at one point, Initially, it sounded like he was going to buy it. Then there was some questions. He said, hey, I'm not even sure this thing. He's kicking the tires on it. He says, I think there's a lot of a bot uh, accounts here. I don't see real substance to this thing before I go ahead and spend real money. Uh, you know, and again, that shook them down a little bit but, and, and kind of poked the, uh, the, took some air out of the balloon of Twitter because you have to wonder about that, too, because they always boast all these, these uh, users. But, uh, you know, you wonder how many of them are real and how many of them are ghosted or or robots, right, or bots. So anyway, right. he goes ahead and buys it, and then he fulfills his promises, and he starts getting into the network. He lets go all these engineers, brings his, in, his engineers, because, listen, they were trying to obfuscate and to hide all this information, many uh, hearings before congressional committees, and they lied through their teeth, Tom, because Elon Musk has literally taken the data and shared it in the open. Most listeners, even listening to us now, are saying, hey, I didn't hear about that. If, listen, folks, if you're listening to ABC, CBS, and NBC, of course you haven't. They haven't covered it because they're complicit in it. But if you've gone to other uh, conservative platforms, you've been able to read the Twitter files, and it's a who's who. And once we get things settled in Washington and who the next speaker is, and these committee hearings start, it's going to be blockbuster. Tom, your thoughts. 
Well, Chris, everything you said is absolutely right. But to many of your listeners, they may have thought that the problem was that Twitter was censoring us because many of us talked about that, you know, when we couldn't get, you know, our, our tweets picked up and shared, you know, we thought Twitter was censoring us. What is even more upsetting and outrageous is that through these document dumps where, you know, Musk has literally been sharing emails, internal emails from the, you know, the, the employees at Twitter before he bought it, what's more disturbing than anything is that it wasn't just Twitter censoring us, and they were. It was the U.S. government and many agencies in the U.S. government and powerful politicians on the Democrat side and even the DNC were able to tell Twitter to not let those Ohio Christian Alliance tweets go through. And you just had a, a great example of that when you put out a tweet the other last week you shared with me, and, and you were stunned at how far it went because we didn't realize how much they were censoring the Ohio Christian Alliance before. And it wasn't just Twitter. It was the U.S. government, and that's against the First Amendment. That's against the law. That's criminal. Well, that's exactly right, Tom. And so that I want to get to that. In fact, folks, we're going to have the Twitter files loaded up to our uh, webpage. So if you go to the Ohio Christian Alliance, and it's going to, uh, you'll see a link that says Twitter files, and you'll have a link that will take you to all 11 uh, information dumps of Twitter. Uh, we just got that yesterday. Uh, it's a lot of material there. You'll be able to click, and there, it's PDF format. So you just click on the PDF, and all 11 of them are there. And so you could take your time to actually read through them. And actually, quite honestly, you might want to keep that for yourself because as they, they, you know, they continue to scrub these things, and they're still in power, folks, and we're, you know, we're not in power. We're still trying to fight this battle for information and freedom and freedom of speech. But what Tom's referring to is just before Christmas, we got this ad. And I told people, I said, look, I'll know it's real at Twitter when they approve the Ohio Christian Alliance ads. Our ads have been declined, and we're talking about putting out our nonpartisan voter guide. We, we survey, not like other uh, organizations, we survey both parties. Now, we can't help it if the Democrats don't always respond uh, or if a candidate doesn't respond. Uh, we put in the voter guide those who do respond, and it's nonpartisan. We don't endorse candidates over the years. I personally don't endorse. The organization doesn't endorse, but we do uh, put out the information. So it's a nonpartisan voter guide. We found out later they don't do any political ads at all. Uh, okay, fine. But we had other things that we wanted to get out, and all of them were denied. Here's what Twitter did just before Christmas. It says, OCA President, your account has been accepted to participate in the Twitter ad program. Any active campaigns in your account are now eligible to run. We appreciate your interest in Twitter ads. If you have any questions, contact Twitter ads. Support via the help button in your Twitter ads page. Thanks, Twitter ads team. And Tom, 11 emails over the last two years that were all banned from the former owners of Twitter, all came available. And of course, some of them are dated, so we didn't post it, but I thought, Merry Christmas to us. Here comes all 11 uh, were approved all at once. Well, that could only happen because Elon Musk and his new team have come in and uh, realized, you know, what's this guy being banned for? For the reasons that you said, Tom, and the former people that were working the switches there were no longer in control. Now we find out it goes back to the FBI. It goes back to the Justice Department, uh, even uh, uh, the U.S. military. 
Uh, you know, and did they involve? Were they involved in elections? Yes, they were. The Twitter ads all declare that. That's why Jim Jordan and team, when they get these committee hearings going, folks, you're going to hear a lot more about it. But you're going to have to be following We the People Convention. Tom Zawistowski sends out an email every day and also a podcast. Uh, Tell uh, folks how they can follow you, Tom. Yeah, if you just go to wethepeopleconvention.org, you know, you can sign up uh, to get our text messages or our emails. We are on Truth Social. And we are now back on Twitter with you, Chris. And and our, you know, if you want to contact us on True Social or Twitter, or Parlor, or any of those, it's uh, Tom Z WTPC. So at sign Tom Z WTPC. And I post, you know, pretty regularly, almost every day there. But you know, the question, Chris, that is in my mind, because as you know, you went with through this with me years ago with the IRS targeting the Tea Party and the Christian groups. And, and you know, we were subject to government interference and, and government attacks. The question I have is, that's great that Twitter sent you this email and says, geez, Chris, you can start advertising again. But boy, I'd sure like to know who said you couldn't before. Was it just Twitter or was it someone in our government? Because there's someone in our government, they need to be held accountable by the Ohio Christian Alliance, because they violated your freedom of speech. And this is what, you know, people need to take that extra step and say, hey, you know, okay, so Twitter's letting us, you know, share our thoughts. That's wonderful. But we've got to take apart the infrastructure that created this monster. And it isn't just Twitter, Chris, as you know. You know, when Jim Jordan and those guys start investigating, they're going to look at Facebook, and they're going to find a lot of bad stuff. They're going to look at Google. You know, there was a big, you know, uh, know, people were stunned when they heard that uh, Twitter had like 80 former CIA and uh, uh, FBI personnel working at Twitter doing some of the censorship. But I just saw an article the other day that there's like 300 people who are former CIA and, and, and operatives working at Google. So it's not just Facebook or Twitter. It's Google, but it's also ABC, NBC, CBS. How much control do these agencies have over what news they say that they put out for your listeners to see? That's the real threat to our liberty. The Babylon Bee is a satire site that sends out a lot of funny stuff, but in it is a lot of truth and political truth. But uh, basically, they're satire artists. But here's J.P. Sears, who is a comedian, and this is what he said about censorship of content. My legalized comedy concept came from just seeing cancel culture trying to get rid of anything that was funny that conveyed a degree of truth. So comedians are getting canceled left and right. Of course, I've had cancel culture come at me for a lot of my comedy. And we're going to live in a sad world if comedy is ever killed. And that'll be over my dead body. So I'm still alive right now. And there was one time I was in a green room at a comedy club. And on the wall, Dave Chappelle had written a message. And all it said was, Dear comedians, you have one job, and that's to keep telling the truth. That went right into my heart. So I stand for comedy. I stand for truth in comedy. And I think it is not even a funny joke for cancel culture to be attacking comedy. So we need to keep comedy legal. 
So, Tom, there's an example with the, one of the comedians. He's a great guy, conservative, J.P. Sears. And he's talking about the cancel culture that has attacked him. Uh, and if it wasn't that he has his own uh, clubs that he goes to and the, the circuits he runs, you know, he tries to put his content out there on social media, which is hilarious, by the way. Well, my family's really enjoyed it. It's actually family friendly. But again, because it's not the kind of messaging that the new wolf culture wants, it's being shadow banned or blocked. And I haven't even seen his stuff in a while. Here, Elon Musk, this was a headline in the Liberty Daily. Elon Musk releases Twitter files to exposing secret blacklists of prominent conservatives, COVID truth tellers. It was confirmed that Jack Dorsey and um, lied when they denied shadow banning. It's called its visibility filtering. That's what the internal note was. They even had a name for it called visibility filtering. Your thoughts, Tom? Well, see, this is the games that they played, but we all know what it is. And and I would take, like to take a moment, Chris, because what you said about the comedian is more important than people understand. We, at the surface level, we all understand and think of free speech as the ability for us to say what we think. And that's true. But that is not the main value of free speech in our society. Literally, Chris, the ability for us to say what we think and argue our points is critical to literally capitalism, for instance. In other words, why, why couldn't the Soviets make a car? Because if you, if you pointed out that the brakes were bad, they'd shoot you. In the United States, you could say any crazy thing you wanted, like, yeah, let's sell bottled water. We'll sell it like crazy. Well, there was a time when you would have looked at that person and said, you're nuts. But the fact that they could suggest that and it could be debated was the foundation for a billion-dollar industry. Freedom of speech is not just about your ability to say what you want. It's about our society's ability to function, and that's why we must defend it. As the comedian said, as long as he lives, that he would die before he would give up free speech, and all of your listeners must believe the same. And this is why this is such a critical subject and, and issue right now, Tom, is that if we don't have free speech, we just don't have democracy. We don't have a republic. We don't have our freedoms. And so what happens in Congress this term is getting to the bottom of this with these committee hearings. And that's why there's a battle for speaker right now. There are conservative members that don't believe that Kevin McCarthy and the establishment are going to allow these committee hearings uh, to take place. That is that's unacceptable. It can't happen. And so we have to get to the bottom of what happened at the FBI and the criminal conduct at the FBI. Uh, we can't have uh, the kind of weaponizing of a federal agency against the American people uh, and censuring us. And now we've learned working with Facebook and Twitter and Google and YouTube to actually censure content. And so it's being a political weapon by the Biden administration and by the political left. That cannot be happen in this country or we don't have a country. I'm talking with Tom Zawistowski of We the People Convention. Tom, give us the contact information again for folks to reach you and to, and to also get your podcast that you send out each week. Sure. Please come to wethepeopleconvention.org. And right there on the front page, you'll see our podcast link listed. And uh, you can also sign up for our emails and text messages. And then you'll be in the loop to see all the articles we post. That's great. 
Tom, thanks so much for being my program today. Really appreciate it. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helped shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm Johnette Cruz, and I'm a busy mom. Then a friend told me about TrustBlueReview.com, a new website powered by the Christian Blue Network. She uses it to find trusted Christian-owned businesses. I checked it out, read the helpful reviews, and found a great family dentist. Now I use TrustBlueReview for all my family's needs. For peace of mind, do what I did. Visit TrustBlueReview.com or download their free mobile app from your app store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue Review. Will my kids like this dentist? Can I trust this mechanic? Who's a good choice for my upcoming remodel? I found businesses I can trust from TrustBlueReview.com. This company rebuilt our deck and renovated our bathroom. I'd highly recommend them to anyone looking to hire an honest contractor. The best dentist experience I've ever had. It's now easy to find trusted businesses in my community that have the same Christian values as my family. It all starts at TrustBlueReview.com or download their app in the App Store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue we're going to continue our discussion on censorship. This is such an important topic of what we're experiencing as conservatives and as Christians today and in the new world order. Uh, this is Our voices of opposition to it are being silenced uh, as we see the woke culture all around us uh, seeking to change times and seasons. Well, all this was written about in a book many of you have read by George Orwell, 1984. Some years ago, he did an interview, and this is what he said. You once claimed that you have an ability to face unpleasant facts. Is that what you've demonstrated in 1984 by drawing an accurate portrait of the future? I think that allowing for the book being, after all, a parody, something like 1984 could actually happen. This is the direction the world is going in at the present time. In our world, there will be no emotions except fear, rage, triumph and self-abasement. The sex instinct will be eradicated. We shall abolish the orgasm. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. But always there will be the intoxication of power. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory, the sensation of trampling on an enemy who is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation 
is a simple one. Don't let it happen. It depends on you. That was George Orwell, the author of 1984, of many of the things that we are talking about and are seeing in our culture right now. And with the control of government on social media, all of our thoughts, all of our belief systems are being censured and we are being corralled. In fact, there's a manipulation that's going on with our children in the schools and out on social media and the newspapers and in the media and everyday life with discussion with people. There's taboo subjects. And as we as Christians just wonder where this is going and when will the gospel be taboo, not allowed to be spoken in public. With me on the phone is Pastor Al Davis. He is the radio host of Live with Pastor Al, also a board member of the Ohio Christian Alliance, and my guest for the second part of this uh, important uh, series on censorship. Pastor Al, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Chris. It's good to be here with you today. Pastor Al, as we listen to that clip and how eerie and uh, foreboding that is, but actually it was very prophetic by George Orwell, because we can see that happening with the transgender movement when he said there would be no sex, there would be no orgasm. And we see with the transgender uh, movement with children, even minor children, being uh, mutilated in surgery uh, to change the sex of castration. It's a terrible thing that we see happening. And we're not even allowed to bring it up, Pastor. People say, well, that's a very uncomfortable subject. I don't want to broach that subject uh, in the public. If we don't, people will be harmed. Uh, If we don't draw attention to it and shine a light upon the insanity of it, there are those who have actually transitioned and transitioned back. We've talked to transgenders who have said, oh, I wish I had not done that. And some said, I only took uh, chemicals, but there are others who made more dramatic uh, measures, and they'll never be able to. Uh, be, they'll never be able to produce. They'll never be able to have the joy of sex as it was designed by God. These are the kinds of subjects that are being censured on social media. They don't want us to talk about that, as well as abortion. Uh, they don't want us to talk about that. Uh, they don't want us to talk about these kinds of subjects. Pastor Al, your thoughts? Well, you're absolutely right, Chris, and I, I think that we're seeing the fulfillment not only of what George Orwell and others uh, back in his day saw uh, from the trends that were occurring there with communism and totalitarian societies, but we're also seeing the uh, uh, the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. After all, Paul had told Timothy in Second Timothy chapter three, "This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come." And uh, he, he goes on to talk about uh, many things that, that characterize the day in which we live. And uh, one of the things that he says there in verse 7 is that people be ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And I think that's exactly what you were saying. People are learning all kinds of things, but they don't learn the truth, do they? Because really, those that are trying to take away our freedoms don't want you to know the truth about these things. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, the Bible says that and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. But we're coming to a time in which people don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to countenance the truth, and they're actually stifling the truth on social media. We've been talking this hour about Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and finally Twitter has been released. And Pastor Al, we shared the first program how the Ohio Christian Alliance has had all the ads that we had requested over the last two years 
all at once in a dump just before Christmas have all been approved. Of course, it's all dated material. One of them was a year ago when we were celebrating our 30th anniversary as an organization at a little promotional clip, and that should have never been denied. But all of them were, were denied. Now all of them have been accepted because Elon Musk, uh, again, an unlikely character, uh, but one just like President Trump, God's using him to reveal the dark secrets of Twitter that have been going on. And now we're going to find out in Congress just how deep this all went. But we're going to have the Twitter files available on our website. You're going to go to the Ohio Christian Alliance website and click on the link Twitter files. We'll have an opening there for you for 11 PDF downloads. And so at your convenience, you can review that material at our website. And we just received that today uh, through some of our research team. Uh, Pastor, when we see some of the revelations that we now know that there was collaboration with social media, uh, which is basically a uh, these are to be free speech platforms, but collaboration with government officials to actually silence free speech. That's a violation of our constitutional rights. Your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's right there spelled out in the First Amendment. And uh, as I like to point out, when you consider the First Amendment, that's all one sentence. And so when they attack any one part of that, they're attacking the whole thing. Uh, personally, I believe that the whole the purpose of the First Amendment was to guarantee our freedom of religion. But when you when you attack what you can say and what you can publish, which you have experienced, you know, just look at the ads that have finally been let uh, out. Not to mention the shadow banning and and the emails that uh, don't get delivered and all of that. Your ability to speak, your ability to publish uh, your speech, is being attacked and. By controlling what you can say, what you can publish, they're actually ultimately trying to control what you can think. And as you point out in 1984, that was part of the goal there in 1984, was to change the thought processes of people, to conform them to what the government wanted, uh, not to, to allow freedom of expression. So we're going to go to a clip with Ron Paul, and this is what he has said about the woke culture currently and the shadow banning. But wokeism now is still alive. Well, I have two little clips here. I just want to read the headlines on it because the epidemic is still out there, but it's an academic of the spread of wokeism. And uh, unfortunately, enough people haven't awakened enough to say enough is enough. Let's, let's quit this nonsense. Here's one, two of them, from the Zero Hedge, which does a very good job in keeping many people up to date. Norwegian actress faces three years in prison for saying men can't be lesbians. Now that's, that's important. I wonder if that's on uh, the speaker's agenda to try to solve that. But I think this stuff uh, is stuff, it's junk. And sometimes even to debate it, you know, philosophically is uh, not a good idea because it's so, so extreme. It should be mocked. That's what it deserves. And the other one isn't much better. This is the British. The British woman arrested for silently praying near an abortion clinic. Now, that's, that's really brilliant, you know, but we're, we've done that stuff in this country already where they've, you know, just the cancellations, you know, you said this, how many people on the Internet get canceled? And, of course, we're 
hoping, our fingers crossed, that Musk is going to really, uh, you know, introduce and reintroduce the principles of uh, respect for uh, freedom of speech. Even when you say something that is controversial, this whole idea of the First Amendment, it wasn't, it wasn't made, uh, you know, just for, uh, it wasn't made just to protect uh, weather reports. Yeah. Uh, it was made to protect you to say, controversial things, especially those issues where you are criticizing the government. That's Ron Paul, former presidential candidate, former congressman, the father of Rand Paul, the senator from Kentucky. And it was good to hear his voice and to speak way in on this issue. Your thoughts about that, Pastor? Well, absolutely. It is something that everybody needs to speak about. And um, I think Hopefully, some people are becoming more aware of the uh, efforts to censor our speech online and the government's uh, uh, hand in it. I mean, after all, the Department of Homeland Security, remember they had the, uh, uh, they tried to give us that, what was that, the Ministry of uh, Disinformation or some, some nonsense like that that they tried to put on, uh, where they were going to censor, uh, evaluate uh, your online material, what you publish, as to whether it was uh, misinformation or false information. And uh, we just saw a glimpse, you know, the curtain pulled back a little bit to see some of the things that John or that uh, Ron Paul was warning about the, the attempt to regulate and to control uh, our free speech. And it does need to be resisted. I hope the new Congress will take um, actions uh, investigating these things. Well, that's right. Here's another headline uh, that came out over these uh, revelations of the Twitter files. Election rigging rigging proven. Biden team requested Twitter scrub scandalous Hunter Biden info about the laptop days before the 2020 election. Twitter files revealed that behind censorship of Hunter Biden laptop story, real fascism defined. Democrats pressured Twitter to do even more censorship, a clear First Amendment violation. You know, you can't have this kind of uh, collaboration with government, with free speech platforms and with the media against the American people. But that's exactly what happened, Pastor Al. That's a very dangerous scenario. That's what we see that happened with the Politburo in uh, Russia, what happened in Nazi Germany and other totalitarian states around the world. In fact, when we hear about what he was referencing with the woman uh, because of her statement, she was going to be arrested. Then in England, uh, a woman praying outside of an abortion clinic, just silently praying. The, the, there's a video of the officer coming up and saying, are you praying? And he's going to arrest her for praying silently, like thought police. This is happening in Europe. It me- need not happen here. We must take a stand. We must speak up. That's what this program is about, folks. That's what we're about, the Ohio Christian Alliance. We will not be silent. We will not go quietly into the night. We are going to stand up for truth. And we're going to stand up for the truth of the gospel, because ultimately, that's what's at stake here. They will censure the gospel of Jesus Christ. You won't be able to post up your uh, voices and your verses on uh, social media platforms. What Pastor was quoting earlier is 2 Timothy 3, verse 1, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers. Dis- disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, uh, traitors, heady, high-minded, 
lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness. How do we hear that, uh, this virtue signaling today? They have their own sets of what they call virtues, Pastor, but it's not uh, the virtue of God. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away, the Bible describes. Your thoughts? Oh, you're absolutely right. And even Jeremiah, when he was talking about the evils and all of his day and the corruption in the government and in the churches, well, the synagogues and, and the temple and all of the, the, obviously the Judy, uh, Judaism, not Christianity. But he, he remarked about how the people love to have it so. And that's another danger that we are facing as well. Uh, like you said, with the program, you're trying to not only uh, speak out against the government and what they're doing, what big tech is doing, but it's to wake up the people. Uh, uh, Huxley wrote Brave New World, which was uh, just out before 1984, and he prophesied in his book, uh, he foretold of a world where people would be controlled uh, by the government, but in a different sense than 1984, where they used uh, fear and, and heavy-handed control. He saw, he saw it in, in uh, Brave New World that people would come to love their oppression, and they would be so amused and so caught up in the distractions. Uh, in fact, one of the lines that was made in there is that uh, the secret uh, to happiness and virtue is liking what you've got to do. And then he says, all conditioning aims at that, making people like their unescapable social destiny. And I think we see a lot of elements of Brave New World in this, as well as 1984, because there's a lot of people out there who like the conditioning that's taking place. They like the fact that free speech is being curtailed. Um, in fact, a distressing number of people have said they don't think that the First Amendment is uh, something that should be considered in all areas. It, it needs to be restricted. They don't like free speech, and uh, unfortunately, we need to wake these people up, don't we? Absolutely. It's fundamental uh, to the freedoms of man to be able to think your own thoughts, to be able to speak your mind. Here's another headline. Twitter files show company directly assisted in U.S. military psychological operations. That's the massaging of people's psyches. A Soros-funded front group played a key role in Twitter's censorship of bombshell Hunter Biden story. Ford Foundation and Rockefeller Foundation, too. Twitter files reveal more fascism. Company allowed government to wage influence operations. These are recent headlines going into the holiday. Pastor, it's it's going to be Jim Jordan and company and the new Congress, Max Miller and others, who will get to the bottom of this in these committee hearings. We need to pray for these men and women that have just been, uh, they're going to be sworn into Congress, they're going to be the next Congress, and we need to get to the bottom of this truth. Your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. The Bible says that we're to pray for those in authority over us. And when you consider uh, the stakes that we're talking about here, it's not merely the the thing that we see when we see the Twitter files released. It's not merely uh, the things that we hear about the attempts to curtail free speech. We're seeing the manifestations of the spiritual battle, uh, the battle that's going on for the heart and soul of America and indeed, for all people around the world, it's a battle between good and evil. It's a battle between God and the devil. And uh, this is just one of the ways it's evidencing itself. Uh, when they can control what you can say, that you know the devil 
the prince of the power of the air, I might say, uh, wants to keep you from speaking the truth of God's word, as you said earlier, that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Let's go to a clip by Victor David Hansen and his discussion about the FBI and how it's been politically weaponized. Well, the FBI's narrative on the conservative side is something like this. There is a toxic hierarchy of careerists that run the FBI, and they rotate in and out of the FBI, and they go into private enterprise, and they condition or massage their ideology to fit their own career trajectories. So they want to be on a corporate board, or they want to be a lobbyist or they want to be a lawyer, and they get great jobs, and, the, and they want to be loved by the media. If you're Andrew McCabe, you want to be on MSNBC as an analyst. If you're James Comey, see it, that kind of stuff. But they don't represent the rank and file, because we all, like you, know them and we love them. Yes, sort of. But my problem with that is, who were the people down there in Michigan that were hiring FBI informants to egg on a bunch of nuts to kidnap the, the governor of Michigan. Who, who was Peter Strzok? Who was Lisa Page? Who, who was Kevin Kleinsmith? I mean, he was a lowly lawyer, right? That felt that he could just doctor, doctor with impunity a federal FISA application. So when I, when I look at these people that do these things, who were the people that, you know, I mean, they sent Peter Strzok over to interview Flynn, ha, ha, ha. So I don't believe it's just the hierarchy. I believe the hierarchy has permeated its values all the way through the FBI. And there's wonderful people there, but they understand that they're not going to be promoted or recognized unless they toe a particular line. So yeah, I'm worried about it. And so do we have a lot of investigatory intelligence police bureaus? Yeah. So why not break it up? So we could take all of those who were worried about entrance of foreign agents, perhaps, terrorism or undercover espionage, thing, and we can give them to Homeland Security. There's a lot of FBI people that go after counterfeiting or currency violation. Give them the Department of Treasury. We have a lot of them who deal with, uh, they work with the Pentagon, put a division with the Pentagon and just take the entire agency and disperse it throughout the federal government and then take that building and let other people use it in Washington. But this idea, a federal bureau of invest, you have too much power and its record is too dangerous to democracy. The left always says democracy dies in darkness. This, is, this thing is, right now at this moment, the FBI is one of the great threats to democracy. And that's a very bold statement by Victor David Hansen, but I concur and say amen. And I'm on record in saying this new Congress needs to investigate the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, uh, the Justice Department, and they're, they're uh, pol uh, weaponizing politically uh, their authority. And that has we have to get to the bottom of the corruption in the FBI. Uh, quite honestly, it needs to be defunded and it needs to be disbanded, and as he did, as he depicted, Pastor, it needs to be uh, relegated to other existing agencies in Washington uh, because it's just become too corrupt. Your thoughts? Oh, I agree with you, Chris. And when we think about what they're doing, we need to remember, you know, we are a republic, a constitutional republic. 
And the federal government, all aspects of it, including the FBI, are supposed to be servants to we the people, not the enemies of we the people. And when an agency uh, becomes the enemy of we the people, which I would submit the FBI has, uh, I agree with Victor Davis Hanson, uh, the FBI needs to be broken up, it is a, uh, I think it's a, a direct threat to our uh, way of life, our government, and our freedoms. There was an exchange between Elon Musk and uh, Thomas Massey on Twitter last week, and it was talking about the server platforms at Twitter. And Elon said, um, and yet it works, uh, even after I disconnected one of the more sensitive server tracks. And uh, Tommy Massey said, probably the one that was co-located government server racks. He said, a thousand D.C. bureaucrats are screaming when you pulled that plug. Because <laughs> they, were, they were seeing simultaneously what you and I are saying on Twitter. As if, you know, again, this is the collaboration with that previous owned platform with government agencies spying on the American people. Okay, so look, folks, this is so important. And if your freedom means anything to you, if your freedom of speech and every fundamental right that was given to us in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights that these godly men and women uh, gave us in the founding of this country, uh, then you need to stand up. This is not a time to lay down. This is a time to stand up. You know, uh, Pastor, and ultimately, there's either going to be a great awakening or it's time to build an ark. I was going to actually put that out on Twitter because that's about where we're at here is that we need to prepare. We need to prepare uh, because, obviously— these are the end days, but we are to tarry till he comes. Your thoughts? Uh, you're absolutely right again. And I, I was going to say, when I left the Air Force back in the 1980s, I said that there's nothing you can do electronically that that, that can't be listened to uh, and monitored. Right now, I would add, there's nothing that can't be monitored and manipulated. I would encourage people to print things out and get physical books and materials especially Bibles and Christian materials, because really God's the answer. Amen to that. You know, I just got my favorite Bible rebound. I spent some money doing it, but the gentleman that does it, he was old craft, uh, old school craft, and he put a great leather leather cover on it. And one of the things I got my bride for Christmas, well, I got her a new set of uh, violin strings, uh, which were the natural ones, they're called the gut strings, and she had tears in her eyes. She said, now my violin sounds the way it's supposed to, and I'm hearing great music again, Pastor. But the second thing I did was buy her a brand-new Bible, and she loves it. So I Amen. agree with you. that In this new year, we need to spend time in the Word of God, and folks, we hope that you will do that. And uh, get a Bible reading guide and read through the Bible this year, and if you don't get it through in the whole 12 months, that's okay. The, the point is that you're reading through the Bible and you're allowing the Word of God to speak to you, because that's what we need in this these days, is to be built up in the inner man, because we're in for it. There's going to be a great uh, battle that we're up against. Pastor Al, thank you for joining me this program, and we'll just continue to pray for those in government and be a witness to all those around us for Christ. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Chris. And, yep, and thank you, folks, for listening. And again, if you'd like to see those Twitter files, they're on our website at Ohio Christian Alliance. And if you missed any of today's program, you can hear it in its entirety at ohioca.org. You have been listening to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. 
To learn more about the issues that matter most to you and your family, visit online at ohioca.org. That's ohioca.org. Thank you for listening. This program is sponsored by the Ohio Christian Alliance of Akron, Ohio.